Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Total Schemers Podcast. My name is Sil. Today, I'm joined by Jed. Hello, Jed. All right, mate. Say hello, Billy. How we doing? Say hello, Jakey boy. Hello, hello. Yes. Yes, lads. Back again. Only a couple of days after the last one. We're doing well. We're doing well. Not quite daily. We're going to have to change that branding. But we're back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Almost daily. My my fellow high value males that I'm joined by. <laughs> Screamers in arms, if you will. Right, okay. <laughs> Settle down. Um we're gonna go into our Premier League predictions for the season, boys. Top goal scorer, who's gonna score the most goals in the Premier League this season, Jakey Boy? I mean, history dictates that it'll be Mohamed Salah. And I'm not very inclined to change from that personally. Mm. I think Salah will be there or thereabouts. Um, but I also think that Son will give him another good run for his money. And I, I feel like, you know, it could be a really good battle between them. Harry Kane's another one. Depends how he starts the season. You know, yeah, is he going to bounce it, back and have a... It was it was sort of different last season, wasn't it? Because he was sort of itching to leave and, you know, it was a bit in the air. So it was a bit strange. This year, you know, there's, there's no sort of chance of Harry Kane leaving Spurs. So, you know, he could have a really good season as well. But for me... It's 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 going to be Salah again, I'd imagine. Uh, he's mm. he's just that good of a footballer. The reason I think it could be Harry Kane because is because he's brother Charlie Kane. He's not phoning Conte and asking for a move, is he? He's like Harry, you got you got to focus on Spurs this season, mate. You know, I'm not phoning exactly. that madman again. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I think about Harry Kane is that, like Jake said, nobody's going to come in for him. But then, as soon as there's one like hint of a rumor. Barcelona will be straight in there. Oh, yeah. Like 60 million. Like, yeah. we're signing him for 60 million more pounds. Yeah, they struggle to, struggle to register him. I was trying to, I was trying to work yeah. out. I was trying to work out where Barca were getting this money for. And I know this is right off topic, but it is from the most bizarre places. It's like, we just sold the rights to Barcelona for like 25 years to some yeah, American bank. Or something. I was like, yeah. what is this? Yeah, yeah. What is this? Where are they getting this 400 million from? So it's it the amount of dodgy deals, get, mate. Uh, but them and Real Madrid also just get all the TV money and stuff like that from Spain ah, as well, from the Liga. So uh, they get that, and then they, they literally, it looks like they're just selling everything possible. It looks like yeah. they're the future of the club, pretty much, aren't they? Mm. Pretty much, yeah. Interesting strategy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Interesting strategy. It's an all the dice. I think they, they, I think they would honestly rather, they would rather see the club like in ashes than see than not see it at the top of the world. And it's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so they're just rolling that dice. Anyway, that was off topic. Yeah. Jed, um, <laughs> where, where are you landing in this uh, top scorer debate? Um, my, my head says Mo Salah, but um, honestly, I kind of want it to be someone else other than Mo Salah. Because, Why would you want like, that? Because it's just getting <laughs> boring now. So um, I kind of want it to just be someone really left field, like uh, like Teta or someone like Roger. Yeah, yeah. Someone. So do you remember like years ago, and Andy Johnson was like like joint winner with Thierry Henry. Like, Mate, this there. is yeah. the... that's what I want. Like I want something. I was going like to say, that. is that's not like the so. second podcast on a bounce that you've. <laughs> 
brought up. <laughs> <laughs> it's from uh, Prison FC. <laughs> No, 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 no. Andy Andy Johnson. Johnson. Oh, Andy sorry, Johnson. I thought you said I, I thought you said Adam no, Johnson. I was like, both. well, I don't know. <laughs> no. I was like, what, what is this guy's obsession? We're four no, minutes no, no. in. <laughs> the, bold, the bold Andy Johnson, the one that used to do that when he scored. The, right, the right, 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 right. No, like, um, <laughs> no, no. So, yeah, I want it to be someone like that, just someone completely out of left field. So, I mean, it's probably going to be Salah. But, you know, okay. my, my prediction is just someone completely random like Bamford or something. So, yeah. as usual, he goes on a mad run on the fence. <laughs> no. I think it could be anybody, even Patrick Bamford. Thank you for your insight, Ken. He's to sit on the fence, he's back. <laughs> he is well and truly back. <laughs> right, Billy Boy, who's going to score the most goals this season? I can't believe that Erling Haaland's name's not been mentioned yet. Mm. Saying that, it, it is just a mention because I think it's going to be Harry Kane. Harry Kane, you think he's going to come back? Yeah, uh-huh. I think he's. I think he's properly settled now. I think he's happy where Spurs are with the coach in the direction that Spurs are going with the coach that they've got as well. Um, I think last season under Nuno as well, it was a bit. He wanted to leave. It was just all up in the air, and as soon as Conte came in, is when he started to kind of hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. so I can only see him continuing that form if I'm being totally honest right yeah. right. I think I think it's going to be Mohamed Salah and I know I've got a bias here the only, my only other thought is that I think because just the sheer amount of high achieving that Liverpool and Man City will do this season that for me it could really only be Haaland or Salah just on chances alone mm-hmm. I don't think Tottenham are going to create anyway near the amount of chances that, that City and Liverpool are going to do. Um, although I would say of the, the finish, out-and-out finishers in the Premier League, Harry Kane's up there. He's, you know, he's both feet is brilliant. He's, he's good in the air as well. He can finish. So you will have to, to live off it. And it really, his success really does depend on the, on the, um, on the former, like the, the wide players and sort of wide backs in a quantity system. So mm-hmm. it's really rolling dice. And I think just on, on sheer chances alone, I can just see, because they, you, People are judging the community shield because Haaland missed a, a pretty much an open net uh, that he should have put away. But like, he's going to get that chance. He's going to get that chance twenty times this season. He's going to get like, a similar chance to that like twenty times this season. Um, and you back him to sort of put away at least some of them. So I think he's going to. I think he's going to just on chances alone. Because Man City, the Liverpool dominated the ball and stuff like that. Took it away from Man City. That as soon as it tip, as soon as Man City tip up against a Fulham, something like that. You know, it's eighty percent possession, and it's going to be like an XG of like four or five. You know, and Haaland, he's a big guy and a good finisher. I do think he's going to score this season. Uh, so, Mohamed Salah, but a close those, second, uh, Erling Haaland. Those are some pretty, uh, pretty safe choices there, boys. Where's all the left field <laughs> shouts like Patrick Bamford? You know. This isn't Arsenal. Who's throwing throwing the wild cards in? Who's who's throwing the wild cards in here? No, Salah, Kane, Haaland. I'll tell you what. Boring. I'm going to say something, and I've said it several times on Twitter, so I may may as well say it on here anyway. Um, Is it Villa related? Yeah, looking back on it, I don't don't think after pre-season that that it'll it'll come true, but Ollie Watkins, 18 plus goals this season. You heard it here first. I, I think, I think you might have heard it there last as well. <laughs> when it's fucking when it's March like next year and he's got five goals. <laughs> <laughs> Four of them are pens. I'll tell you what, another shout, another shout, uh, Gabriel Jesus. Yeah, I think he, I think he'll do well. Jesus, yeah. I think he'll do well. James I think the goals will be spread out in that team. He's, he's yeah, going to absolutely pull under goals this year, I think. Honestly, mm. I do think that Arsenal was a really good fit for him. Mm. They're looking good, Arsenal. Looking good, Arsenal now. Looking really good, to be fair. Um, right, boys, let's, let's go on to the, the, the next obvious question. Right, who's going to win the Premier League this season? Coming back to you, Jacob, who's going to win the league? Um, Nottingham Forest. There's your left field. That'll <laughs> <laughs> um, shut Jed up. No, I'd, um, I mean, it's again, it's it's. As I say, it's an obvious sort of question, but I think there's sort of three sides that will make it a title race, but there's only two that will sort of have the legs to keep it going. You know, and that'll be between City and Liverpool. Um, well, I think Spurs. 
I think Spurs will have a really good season this season. I think they'll have a good year. Um, I just don't know if they'll have enough sort of experience and quality to keep up with Liverpool and City, especially after the last sort of three or four years. We've seen those two sides really, mm. you know, really bring the Premier League to another level in terms of you know quality. Um, and and out of the two sides, I mean, I which one do you pick? I mean, it's almost a coin flip, isn't it? It's it's who drops who drops the least amount of points, and we're talking, you know, like eight points a season here. We're not talking, you know, big big differences. Last season it was a point, you know, the season, and then it was it's been a point. I think you know twice. Both sides times. are going to get above ninety points. They're going to go it's, in like mid nineties, yeah. high nineties, which is insane. Yeah. They're both going to do that. 100%. Obviously, obviously as, a, as a Liverpool fan, as a Liverpool fan, I, I'd like to think it's us. It just depends on on, on City, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's just such a big variable. I mean, on paper, they should win the league every season, just purely for the amount of money they spend, the amount of money that they've invested in that squad. But you know, Jurgen Jurgen and his men have a way of of finding those little differences, and, and um, potentially that could make the difference this season. I will say right that a lot of the circumstances, minus obviously COVID. Um, I've aligned um, the same as Liverpool winning the, the Premier League a couple of years ago, and the same in a way that everybody's nailed down. This is the team. Everybody's nailed down to a long-term contract. Everybody knows what's expected, mm. what they want to achieve, which was the same as last time. The same as last time. It was we came close, we go again. Everybody's nailed down to contract. There's no heads getting turned. There's no there's no players at Liverpool getting linked away. Nothing like that. Um, especially Mohamed Salah, who's the star player, is all who was always constantly linked to me. Everybody knows this is him. This is him to in his prime years uh, in Liverpool. And I think just hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I know it's I know it's a, a charity shield game, right? But just the way Liverpool looked hungry and set a tone really, really early on. And it was, mm-hmm. I, don't think they were, I don't think they were playing for the charity shield. I think they were just playing to beat City and really lay down a marker. Put on mask. That's what it looked to me. Yeah. Because um, they started with such intensity. So I think I think Liverpool's and Jurgen Klopp's got his his men really focused on the task. And I do think Pep, he's gonna they're gonna have to prioritise that Champions League. And every time they're coming in a Champions League match, you know, there's, there's no pressure. I don't think there's pressure on Klopp to go and win a Champions League, but there's pressure on Pep to do really, really well, go heavily deep into the Champions League and win it. Um so that extra yeah. pressure it's in top of the league, I think, is what should Obviously, football is a roll of the dice. There could be Virgil Van Dyke could get a broken leg tomorrow, um, and that changes everything. But all being well, I don't re- I don't see why Liverpool can't go and win a league this year. Yeah, Simo, you just you just took that right out of my mouth. My uh, prediction for league title this year is Liverpool win it, um, and Man City. I think this is the year that they do go and win the Champions League, and I think that the league sacri- like, is sacrificed for it. Um, mm. Well, not maybe not sacrificed, but they it slips. And that's the thing they focus on at the end. That's that's mm. my prediction. Um, I just see it like it's bound to happen eventually, and like, I don't see them winning both in the same season. So, yeah, it's Liverpool's title for me, and to see win the Champions League. Mm. Belly boy, we'll just yeah, my, my problem with City this season is the fact Jack that their defence. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last season. <laughs> <laughs> um, is the fact that their defence is so light. Um, you know, they've lost Zinchenko. Um can't remember who else I've lost. My mind's got blank. Sterling. <laughs> Sterling, he's not a defender, he's just... but still. Yeah, <laughs> they've lost a lot they've lost a lot of quality, <laughs> let's put it that way. Um but I think they've to start the season anyway, they've only got three centre backs. 
I mean, Liverpool fans know that you can't go into a season with <laughs> with three centre backs. If oh. if one of them gets injured, and then you're potentially looking at a Nathan Ake and a John Stones centre back partnership, and that's not a that's not a title winning partnership. In all fairness, um, oh, they don't have a third you know that can just step in. You know and what? Hold out either, oh, I see Calvin Phillips getting played at centre back if that happens for Man City, mm. and I think the only I thing I would say is Calvin Phillips isn't a, isn't a tall player. He isn't a tall no, player. No, he's, he's, not, he's David he's, he's not just climbing all him. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not a tall player, but like Man City play the ball on the floor, don't they? Yeah, it's I, never always seven in the air, is it? Their, their centre halves are basically centre mids anyway. So yeah. I, I mm. see. I, honestly, I think Pep sees the two as being almost like interchangeable. You could argue yeah. the same that that was when when Liverpool had all their injury woes and Jordan Henderson was playing at the back and then and then yeah. all of a sudden he gets injured and then you're playing attacking midfielders in centre back, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm sure for Man City it'd probably do them wonders. Yeah, um, but yeah. So uh, my prediction for the league is is Liverpool, and as I promise you, it's not biased because I just despise Man City I do think Liverpool will win it <laughs> I think I think the, the one last point I think the key for Liverpool is keeping Thiago fit and, and really looking after Thiago if we keep Thiago fit I mean every game he played last season in the league I think we won um, so that sort of says everything that you need to know about his influence on this side and, and for me he's the key if we keep him fit he is and, and to use the term key um, there he does unlock those stubborn defences through those <laughs> lines of just back five Five in midfield, you know, <laughs> they just they just sitting uh, against Liverpool. He has, you could change that on a dime. So yeah, I think Jay's got a, a really good point. He is an, an incredibly important player for Liverpool, and uh, I think, if, yeah, I think the 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 return of Harvey Elliott and uh, that might ease the burden on Thiago just a little bit. They mm. can maybe come off once the game's won, um, and it's it's a shame the Ox is injured for God knows how long again. Because um, he could maybe use some of that burden for Thiago as well, but you know we'll see, guys. We'll see. Uh, we need to move on though, uh, and we're going to be talking who's going down. Um, so your predictions for relegation, Billy Boy. Um, I think Bournemouth are down. To be honest with you, um, the other two, it's a little bit of a toss up. I'm not hundred percent sure, really. I think it's going to be very, very close again. Um. Although I do think in the end it will probably be Fulham and also um, Everton. I think they're in a lot of trouble this year. Everton? Everton's yeah. a big show. I think they're in a lot of trouble this year. What is, um, what is your reason for, for, for Everton? Do you just think they've not signed in the right places or, or they've not got deep enough? What, I think what, what is your reasons? It's the deep depth in squad for me, really. I mean, they've... Calvin uh, Calvin Lewin is out. Calvert Lewin, there we go. Get the right name. Is is out for the beginning of the season. A major doubt, apparently. So instantly they're they're looking at who Solomon Rondon maybe to start first game against Chelsea. And I mean, he he, he should be a Premier League player this this time <laughs> he's only there because Rafa was there yeah. he's like the leftover yeah, yeah. Rafa isn't he he's just like... might as well, he might as well get Duncan Ferguson back he on might, the pitch he's probably on like a four year contract as well and like Lampard can't get rid of him he's <laughs> <laughs> like Rondon's just sat there like yeah we're going to do see, yeah. blame it 100% like a, in a few years time we'll see a 39 year old Rondon's... Solomon Rondon <laughs> sat on a bench or something or coming on in 88 yeah. forever Rondon, you know Rondon's just going around snapping Calvert-Lewin in training every day. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do, Frank? Play me. Yeah, he's got a million pound, got a million pound per game bonus. <laughs> Starting bonus. <laughs> oh, do you know what? I don't uh, think, class. I don't think Everton, I don't think Everton go down. I think like, I don't know. I think they'll be struggling by Christmas. They'll let go of Lampard. Sean Dyche comes in and keeps them up. Um, mm. My my bottom three is, uh, in contrast to Billy, I actually think Bournemouth are going to survive this year. Um, I think Scott Parker, he, he doesn't know what he's doing. They play good football, Bournemouth do. So I like, I, I like I Scott that, Parker um, as a manager, I've got to be honest. I, but the only I, thing that's putting me off Bournemouth is the the lack of, lack of business. additions yeah. that, they've, that they've made. They've not really improved that squad at all. True, and true, yeah. They've, they've got... They've got a very little squad as well. Who so have they brought in, guys? 
Honestly, I couldn't tell you. Because normally, these clubs come up and they they make a they make like sort of a bit of a statement saying, "I think I think Fulham getting Leno, which it looks as if it's going to go over the line. I'm not sure it's over the line just yet. I think that is a decent signing for Fulham and actually bodes quite well for them. Um, Another another thought he was a bad keeper at Arsenal. I think Ramsdale was better now, but. Um, I think that's decent for, for Philip. So, uh, so Bournemouth have signed Ryan Fredericks from West Ham, who's a, a wing back. Uh, Joe yeah. Rothwell from Blackburn, who is a midfielder, a very good player as well. Um, and Marcus Tavernier from Middlesbrough, who, who's a winger. Oh, yes. Um, Aye. So, oh, James I think, I think Rothwell's the best signing that they've made. Um, having seen him play for Blackburn last year, he was class. So, um, I think he'll be a good signing, but I, I don't know. I just think I just think Bournemouth will stay up this year. I think um, Brentford are in trouble this year. I, I don't. I, like I, Do I think? see them struggling. Yeah, I, I really see them struggling think, this year. I think um, Brentford have made some really good signings. Some really good signings. Aaron Hickey being one of them, but I think the main one for signing, me, yeah. Ben Me. I think he's a he's a top top signing for a team like Brentford. I think when you put leadership that, on oh, yeah, pitch yeah. Well. you put you put Ben Mee and and Christoph um Ayer in a back line, I think you've got stability to build from. And I well, think they'll go yeah, the Ben Mee's definitely a good signing and it'll be a good centre back partnership, but I just think the way that Brentford play is just like is is it's it's attacking, isn't it? They'll get caught short, I think. I think they're just second season syndrome is gonna hit them. Um, that's my sort of like outside the box relegation prediction. The rest of them, Fulham, I think, will come straight back down, and I do also think that Forest will come straight back down as well, despite all the signings they've made. I just I don't think they're going to have enough. Uh, but I'd like to be proven wrong because um, it's nice to see the teams that go up stay up. But yeah. um, in in Fulham's case, like they're pretty much relegated already, aren't they? So <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, Forest, like I say, I just don't think they got enough. Mm. Jakey boy, where are you sitting on the relegation battle? Um, it's a tough one because I, I agree with everything that you've all said. Um, I personally, I think all three that came up will go back down. Um, that's my prediction. I think they'll all go back down. I agree with Jed. I don't think Forest have got enough. I'd like to be proven wrong because I think I think they, you know, a good side, you know, historically a good side. So it'd be nice to sort of see them stay in the league. Um, Fulham, I think, I agree with you all. I think they're gone. Um, already like every time they come up I think it's pretty much the writings on the wall they're just like Norwich 2.0 aren't they as soon as they come up you've pretty much guaranteed them to go down and I don't and I don't think have, have Bournemouth signed anybody Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, no yeah. special, man. No yeah. <laughs> the, the only thing for me with Forrest is, although they've added a lot of players, they, they also had a very thin squad to begin with going into mm-hmm. the new season. And that only thing with Forrest is, very similar to Sheffield United in their first season with the fans, I yeah. think the fans it's will the same with Brentford last season. Yeah. These teams I are think, just buzzing to be in a league. Exactly. Um, I think that's... it was. You could argue that it was the same with um, Newcastle as well when they got taken over. Just the whole place mm. just yeah. did a f- complete 180 and everyone was just buzzing and it was just a fortress to go to. Mm. And I think that's going to be the same with Forest. And I think the fans being as loud as, as loud as they are, as loud as football fans are, I think it will pull them through in games and I think they'll go on and get that 90th minute winner here and there. I don't yeah. think they're going to go on and do what Forest and Leeds did. Um, not Forest and Leeds, sorry. Um, Sheffield United and Leeds. I don't think they're going to be pushing for that um, top 10 or anything like that. But I think around about 15th, to be honest with you, for Nottingham Forest, I think they'd be they'd take that instantly. Um, and I can see that personally see them finishing around about there anyway i certainly don't think they'll go down mm. anyway fair one uh i've got for my bottom three to go down i've got bournemouth Fulham, and leeds uh and leeds is a better role leeds could go have a, a great season because they've just really really back to manager and just bought jesse marsh players 
Um, so I believe if they do go down, they, they will go down with Jesse Marsh still in charge, um, unless they, they panic sack him. I mean, they sack Bielsa, so it's, it's completely possible, but <laughs> and the, next possible, ma- yeah. the next manager would just come in and uh, and it'd just be stuck with Jesse Marsh players and, and be forced to play <laughs> that kind of system, wouldn't they? Mm. Uh, I think the players have signed are, are very exciting on play, paper and, they, and they, they work well. And, and I think in FIFA and Football Manager, they would work perfectly. But this is the real world. They're going to come into the Premier League and they're going to get a, a wee bit of a shock. Um, certainly in their first five ten games uh, with no even top players come into this league and, and, and struggle to get going I think with so many new players that have mm. never even played in the country never mind the league um, I think that might go against Leeds um, but again if it works if, if the system just all comes together I think they're going to have a good season but right now the rest of the teams in, this, in the league just look very strong I think Southampton I think will be fine again I think Ralph is just so set you know I think he's got a good group of players a system that they all know good enough to just yeah and they're strengthened as well Um, that would have been my other shout had they not maybe just got that that wee bit of backup in Um, but other than that you know like you couldn't put a Newcastle down there Everton I think uh, might be fine Tarkovsky a great proven proven I think it's an an injury of Tarkovsky as well though yeah the problem problem for Michael Caden Godfrey Mm. Problem for Everton um, as well is the fact that they are solely relying on Calvert Lewin. Um, you know now, especially now richarlison has gone. And, yeah, and Billy, did you send a tweet today that uh, Calvert Lewin's injured? Yeah, yeah correct. Yeah. So you know, there's Rondon. There's Rondon as your striker. <laughs> yeah, there's I think it, saying that, I think it's big season for Anthony Gordon. Going to yeah. be seeing what he's got. Be nice if he can stay on his feet for more than five minutes again. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, it's it's um, it's not every day. It's not every day he gets to share a pitch with a legend like Rondon. So um, yeah, he he has got a big. uh, He's been there. Shoulders, hasn't he? So um, do you know what? It's interesting that Simo mentioned. It's interesting Simo mentioned Southampton because um, I think they're going to become like the new Burnley. Where everyone predicts them to go down every year, but they never do. Forever, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> literally last year we were saying Southampton are nailed on to go down. Last year, sure we all, the year before they were nailed on to go down. But honestly, I do think that it's going to be a case of yeah, this this year's the year, and then they just stay up. <laughs> Ralph, I've got a question. Ralph is bulletproof, mate. He's come back from nine 0 defeats, <laughs> exactly. like they're fucking nothing. He's just brushing exactly. it off. You know, I, I'm still the man. I'm still. <laughs> I didn't hear no bell. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a question about Southampton just quickly. If James Ward-Prowse stays, which, I mean, it's looking like he is now, but say someone... Which is ludicrous. Which is ludicrous. He should be playing at a top six club by now. (laughs) Say someone drops 50 million down and Southampton accept it and he goes, do they still stay up? No. No. Well, maybe not without James Ward-Prowse without James Ward-Prowse no, not for as no, not a chance. Yeah. Not a chance. With his goals, without his goals and assists, I think they really struggle. Now, just his general presence in the pitch as well. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I do think he is the linchpin. He's a, he's as important as, as St. Ralph to that club. Yeah. And oh, they absolutely, in my mind, go down without him. Um, right here, boys, we're moving on. To, we're going to finish up underachievers and overachievers for teams and players, right? So we're going to start with underachievers. In fact, no, we'll start with overachievers. We want to finish on a low, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, overachievers, like team. Overachievers, overachievers, Jed, team and player. Overachievers, team, I think Palace. Um, oh, right, okay. I, I think Palace mm. under Vieira are going in, in the right direction and I think that they will be sort of knocking on the door for a Conference League spot this year. That's my mm. overachieving prediction. Um, I think... Player-wise, uh, I really don't know, to be honest. I'll say only what Um uh, 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 I, I'm drawing a blank here. Someone else have a hey, We'll come back to you. Back we'll come back to you. <laughs> Belly yeah. boy, overachievers, go as it. Overachievers, I'm going to say Brentford. I think that they could find themselves in chasing that top 10. Um, whether they'll get it or not is obviously a different story, but I, I think they they certainly could do. Um, overachievers in terms of player, um, I am going to say, would Jesse Lingard count as 
an overachiever oh, if he keeps if he, goes, uh, if he has a good season I don't think yeah, if, he if he scores goals, more than two goals I think that's an overachiever <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, it's an, it's an overachievement if he be... doesn't do that silly little celebration <laughs> mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If he has if he has Jay Ling's on the back of his shirt, by the way, is this the is that is that the death of football for you? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm just stop yeah. watching. There would never Podcast be sends, tell there was off, we never speak again. You know, say, <laughs> you know when people say like the game's gone? At that point that's gone. It, it's never coming back. Oh, yeah, no, it's gone. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think my overachiever is gonna be Jesse Lingard. I think he'll be pivotal for Nottingham Forest and I think I've got to back my 15th there or thereabouts for Forest so I think he's going to play a massive <laughs> massive part in that so he's going to be my overachiever JK boy give us that uh, player I think uh, is that Gamaresh for Newcastle uh, Bruno I think he's going to have a, a season a good season I think when he first came everyone was obviously raving about him but now sort of Newer, shinier people have arrived in the Premier League. People make just sort of forget about him a little bit. I think he'll have a really good season this year, um, and I actually think Newcastle will have a good season as well. As much as it sort of pains me to say, I do think they'll have a good year. I think they'll probably get top ten, and they could potentially, if if they keep people fit, uh, and if they play like they did at the end of last season, I think they could push for a, a Conference League spot as well. Jed, have you got your player yet? Um, yeah, I'm just scrolling through the list you. of all players. <laughs> a, I'm just scrolling through the list I've of players. I've just read player. the name of every um, Premier League player yeah, in history. There's, uh, there's a lad at Dion Dublin. Ball, um, <laughs> there's a lad at Bournemouth. Uh, Bournemouth, there's a lad called Jaden Anthony who plays on the wing. He's pretty good. Um, I, I think that he might potentially be one of their better players this year. Um, I also By overachieved, you know, do you mean like you know, get a um, move to another Premier League club when Bournemouth and Ethers go down? No, I think you know like <laughs> that one player who like who just seems to pull them through games and stuff. And he's always the one that pops up with the goal. It might yeah. be him. Either that, or I really like Livramento at Southampton. Like this, mm. like oh, he, that's a show. He could potentially like if he has a good season, potentially could be breaking into the England team by the end of the season. Mm. I think so. But I really like him. I think he potentially could be. The overachiever, just um, what England and, need another right back. <laughs> yeah, exactly, say, yeah. exactly. Um, <laughs> he might solve our right back problem finally. So, um, <laughs> yeah, he's my. In fact, I'm going to go Livramento. I think he'll. This will be the year where he's it's absolutely shame, class. Man. He's absolutely class, and then he gets bought by someone next summer. Me too. Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chelsea buying back. <laughs> buying back for five times the price. Uh, <laughs> Right, my overachievers. Barcelona come in and hijack the deal. <laughs> <laughs> my overachievers are going to be Arsenal. I think the expected, the expected, what you'd expect for Arsenal is to compete for top four. I think they're actually going to nail on third. Um, and I think Chelsea and Spurs are probably Ooh. better squads. Maybe Sound like better squad. Ronaldo's walked hand in the net. Yeah, they're they're going to be my overachievers. I think they'll get third. I think just the mood around the club. Arteta finally, I feel like he's got a set of players that he's maybe an extra centre midfielder, but I think he's just about happy. Um, So I think I think they're going to go and overachieve. And I think there's a lot of young, hungry players that really want to go and make a statement like that. So yeah, Uh, player wise. um... I want to see Saliba get some good game time for Arsenal this year. I think he will. Mm-hmm. Send him back. Yeah. I think he will. I think that's almost almost certain. That so, question. Tommy Yasu comes back from injury. Ben White's yeah. currently playing at right back. Do you drop Gabriel? If Saliba's playing well, do you drop Gabriel Saliba for Ben White to go back into the middle? Or do you just drop Ben White for Tommy Yasu? I think you just go on form. form. <laughs> back for yeah. a year. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think they've got too many attackers. Drop they, they need to be on the pitch, innit? They just got too many attackers. They need to be on the pitch. I think yeah, well, he's just uh, going to go on form. I, I imagine it depends to. on how Arsenal are playing. I mean, if they're getting beat three 0 every week, then I'd imagine you'd want to drop Ben White at right back and put Tommy Asu in. But you know, if they're mm. if it's working, I don't think you yeah. change it, do you? you know, mm. There's no real need to do yeah, that. exactly. Uh, my player. 
So it's between it's between a couple. Uh, Joel Linton is a player I think is going to go on and have a fantastic <laughs> yeah. season again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the new, the new newly formed centre midfielder. Um, yeah, big fan of Joel Linton. I think he's going to go strength to strength. I think he's going to nail down a spot next to him, uh, Bruno Gimaresh. Um occasionally rotated out for Big John Joe uh, and I've, I, I would, they could have been my overachievers this season as well Newcastle but I, th- I think Arsenal are going to get third so it has to go I think but Joe, Joe Linton Joe Linton has, has had such a turnaround from being someone that we used to take is the it the biggest 180 off. you can remember <laughs> yeah. is now it the biggest like, one? it's the biggest 180 yeah. I can remember now in football we've been so like possibly <laughs> the worst striker possibly the worst striker to grace the Premier League to then go in and just being a really rock solid <laughs> Central midfielder. What, what a hero! <laughs> what a hero! Absolutely. Do you know? I don't think it would have been better, mate, if it, if it was centre back. If he changed to a centre back, then that would have just oh, been. Yes. Nah, because yeah. he's tall enough. Oh. He's tall enough and, and powerful enough. That would have been the chair. I think Joe Lynch is going to go have a great season, and also think Raheem Sterling will be instrumental for Chelsea. I think he's just has he just has that right amount of experience, that right amount, of, and I think that that front line's not as settled as Chelsea. And I think. Raheem will probably know that, and I think that would be part of the reason why he moved there, thinking, right, I'm in ahead of these chumps, no problem. Even Timo Werner being heavily linked away as well. That that left-hand side, which I think he does his best work on, um, I think he's, he's got that down. Yeah. Right to you, boys. Anything We're going to do a quick top six prediction. Under, underachiever. We didn't do underachievers. Oh, we didn't we need do underachievers. Let's I'll finish up the yeah, underachievers. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, we'll come, come to you, Jed. In fact, no, actually, you'll not have them ready. <laughs> no, no, no. Jakey, boy. Jakey, you had your chance. Jakey, boy. Two seconds. It's not even. Jakey, boy. Give us your um, underachievers. Underachiever. Oh. I think... I think I think Leeds Leeds are gonna underachieve for me. I think that you know the idea of sacking Bielsa last year to get Marsh in and keep them up. I think they'll they'll want to push on this season, but I just don't think I don't think they will. I think they'll stagnate very much, sort of where they were last year. You know, like you said, Simo, they they have the potential to go down as well. But I do think they'll they'll stagnate. I think seventeenth, sixteenth for Leeds is 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 another underachieving season, you know. Some Leeds fans might argue with that and say, you know, no staying up's our priority, but you know, how long is your priority and, and your ambitions mm-hmm. gonna be to stay in the Premier League? You know, it's not it's not a, a good tactic. We saw that with Burnley, you know, eventually ever it'll come uh, to it an end. It catches up. It catches up with you and Burnley now are potentially in the situation where they might not come up for a potential long time. You know, they got rid of half their squad and got rid of, you know, our Lord and Saviour Sean Dice. So I think <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> you know, leads 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 for me. Um and player, I think I don't know. It's a hard one because there's a few names out there for me, but I think one player that sort of does stick out a little bit, I think, is uh, Bruno Fernandes. I think he might have a, a, a potentially a, a, an underwhelming season for you know the standards that he set himself. Um, you know, we saw it sort of bit in bits last season. You know, when Ronaldo was in that side, Fernandes sort of got pushed out. You know, he wasn't taking free kicks, he wasn't taking penalties, and you know he lost a lot of his his goals from from those situations because he is so good at them. Um, yeah. And I, I just feel like when Ronaldo is on the pitch with him, he, he sort of do, doesn't want Ronaldo to sort of Ronaldo doesn't want Fernandez. I don't want to say he doesn't want it, Bruno Fernandez to shine because obviously he wants the team to win, but. I don't know. I always get the feeling with Ronaldo, there's there's personal battles with people as well. Yeah, he might he might not, but I always just get that sort of impression. So I think uh, Fernandez for me, but you know he's the type of player who can quite easily prove that wrong and score twenty mm. goals. So you know it's it's a it's a strange old uh, world. Jed, now's your chance. So <laughs> do it. I'm <thank> <laughs> oh, joking. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's gone. Hang on. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> I think underachieving side, Leicester. Um, I think everybody expects Leicester to be Europa League or Conference League up there. I just, this year, I don't see it. I think uh, they'll fall away this year. I think if Leicester finish bottom half, that's an underachievement. Uh, That's just where I see them. I don't see them finishing above the likes of Newcastle with just the momentum that they've got. West Ham, you know. um, You're right, Billy. 
need a need a cough sweet, mate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Did you know what I was trying to say? Did you or you did? <laughs> oh no, I did, mate. Yeah, no, I'm just gonna ignore it. So, um, no, to be honest, they might not. They might not even finish above Villa. I, I, I just don't see this being Leicester's year. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I think that they're they're my underachieving team and my underachieving player. Just on the flip side of what Jake said is actually Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that he's going to be sort of demoted to a kind of bit part impact sub kind of role this year under Ten Hag. That will um, not go down well, will it? No, it oh, won't. I, uh, like, I think that um, it's a very chilled out one, guy. I think he'll take it well. Exactly. <laughs> so, I think that uh, he stays he's gone for from, forty-five minutes. <laughs> he's gone from being the uh, United talisman last year. Really dragged them through games. And this year, I don't think he's going to have as much impact. And do you think he's still going to be there, team. though? I don't. Well, I do. No, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't think, think anyone wants no to take him. him. Yeah, no, Sporting Lisbon are laughing back, mm. and yeah, they're playing Champions League football. I don't think he'd, he'd mind if he's back in Portugal, though. I think you're. I, I, I think the I top know, five think, leagues are a different story. I think I if he's going back to his homegrown club. I don't think he'd be. I think he'd still be the top earner. Don't get me don't get me wrong. Don't, it's not just like, to say I'll play I, feel, I feel like with Ronaldo though think, that he still he still thinks he's got a couple more years at the top level. Yeah, left. that's what I, I was going to say. Yeah, I, I think he wants to win another Champions League, and I don't think that. Well, going to Sporting, realistically, that's you know that's not going to happen, is it? But, no, he's basically yeah, like he's very well documented that. that his his agent was literally just he's under him, but reach out to any feasible team that could win the Champions League or go yeah. or go deep in it. I don't even think he's bothered about winning the Champions League. I think it's just Champions League goals. He wants that. Yeah, yeah he, he wants just wants to stay ahead of Messi is what mm-hmm. I've heard. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so my my caveat to that, to the Ronaldo thing is, which Champions potential Champions League winning side is going to want to sign him? Because they've all got good things None going on. No, exactly. that one. Yeah. Not that one. Exactly. So if he if he really wants Champions League football, that this is why I think he'll go back to Sporting because they've they've got Champions, Champions League football. He's not going to get that. At, he's not got that at Man United this season. Um, <laughs> sticking with Man United, they're going to be my underachievers, mm. with or without Ronaldo. Um, I I'm just not buying this Ten Hag thing yet. It always seems a bit too. Perfect, isn't it? Yeah. He's the saviour and everything's going to be great now. The it's team is, time, the team is largely the same. Yeah. The team's largely the same. He's relying on Marcus Rashford, Anthony Martial, who they're not they're not Man United level footballers. Jaden mm. Sancho's it's going to be his second second year in the Premier League. First year was very underwhelming. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how he gets on. Um, it, but I just don't honest. see them. I think I just gonna fin- think they're gonna finish bottom of the it, bottom of the top six. It doesn't matter who you. are It doesn't matter if you're Jose Sar, Jose Mourinho. Uh, it, if the players down tools, they down tools. They down tools for Rangnick. They could hundred percent down tools for Ten Hag. As soon as things start doing, asking them to press you know too what? much, mm-hmm. asking them what, to play like... short passes and play. Have you seen the Have you seen the videos of them playing out for the back in, pre- in pre-season? Yeah, yeah. They're nowhere near it. No, they're nowhere near it. They look like Burnley. <laughs> 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 Try to play out for the back. It's crazy. Um, I, I, I think it um, seems a bit too perfect with, for me. With with Pogba having left, that will make a difference, but it won't really like it won't show what difference it's made until Ten Hag gets in all the players that he wants there. So, mm. like Billy said, because the squad's so similar, it's probably not going to be a case of everything's fixed straight away. Like I think the Man United fans think it will be. A hundred percent would agree to you. It's going to be Ten Hag comes in. Yeah, Ten Hag comes in and he he massively um, rotates players out of that squad. Players come in, players leave. Um, Then I think yeah, they've got they've got a good chance of changing the culture. Right now, Mm. I don't know. Don't know. I don't know how hard a preseason I've had. I know the pressing stats are still not anywhere near it. I mean, we came from two goals behind against them. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Yeah. Billy, do you want to carry on with your your underachieving player? Yeah. Just just quickly touching on Man United again. Um they've Jed's just said that they've they've obviously lost Pogba. They've not replaced him with anyone either. They've pushed Ericsson, but he's very much very I yeah, don't know, he's, he's, he's one for he's, one for Pogba. Yeah, this is what I mean. Mm. I mean he had he adds a lot, Christian Eriksen, but he's I don't <laughs> think he's gonna be starting over Bruno Fernandez. 
I'd see that as a very weird move for Ericsson, to be honest with you, because I thought you'd, you'd be wanting to play first-team football guaranteed, whereas I don't think he's got that at United. Um, well, I think Frankie de Jong comes maybe to think, has oh, been Me, Frankie it. and Bruno. Yeah, me, Frankie and, we, we, and Bruno will fit well, but that only works if Frankie de Jong goes, which is just yeah, absolutely... Uh, not. Which is, maybe uh, maybe Ericsson's just a massive uh, fan of Fred and just wanted to play with Fred. As all players are. <laughs> Apparently, that's why Frankie's not moving. He's intimidated. Or he's seen, seen Donny van de Beek and thought, fuck that. <laughs> I played with that guy. He was brilliant. He yeah. went there. He was fucking. <laughs> I beat Real Madrid with that guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, so I think there's a number of reasons why that. that Staying in Manchester for my underachieving player, but the blue side of Manchester, and it's not the player you think it's going to be, Erling Haaland. Underachieving? Interesting. You were talking about him as top goal scorer. I know, know, but I think think we've we've all got our expectations up, maybe a little bit too high. Mm, Right. I don't think he's going to be scoring quite as many goals as what people would expect him to be scoring. And that's mm, where... He scored that's 30, why not 35. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Plop. Get yeah. out. This is what I mean. The way people are going on about it, it's, he's, he's coming in as this, he's going to get 30 goals at least this season, mm. could could break records. He's going to be this, that and the other. I, 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 I'm just not buying it at the minute. Um. Probably going to be proven wrong, um, but I just I think people's expectations of him are just a bit too high in comparison to what we're actually going to see. Mm. That's that's my reasoning behind it anyway. Interesting, right? Uh, my my selection, my my underachieving side, I think, is going to be Aston Villa. Sorry, Billy Boy. Um, <laughs> reasons being, is I think for round about that top ten, that sort of ten to seven or 26 if you want to do that I think there's a lot of teams that just envision themselves there okay I think mm-hmm. obviously Leicester still want to be about there I don't think they will but they, they, that's where they will see themselves West Ham 100% want to be about there Newcastle mm-hmm. 100% want to be about there you can bet your ass as well they're going to strengthen in January um, Wolves again a very tough side to beat and, and they, they tend to land themselves with under this new manager I can see them landing themselves right about the middle of the table as well um, and obviously Manchester United have got to go somewhere. Um, yeah, I think that sort of seven, six to six, you know, I think there's just a lot of teams going for that, and I think Villa sort of see themselves be a European place, and I think they should be aiming about that, but the players have signed and the manager they've got. Um, but I think they might, they're might they actually going to miss out. I think that'll be a huge disappointment for Villa fans. To be honest with you, I'm happy with 10th. I'd snap your hands off for 10th this very second. I think we just need to finish in that top half and I'm happy with a 10th place finish I think you can do that I think, but I think he's a full shot of Europe. That's, which I that's think a lot. my expectations for the season. Anyway, I just want, I just want to see. Would you, would you agree with me 10. in saying that a lot of Villa fans probably they're wanting Europe and there's a hunger for European football and they're Abs- not expecting absolutely. it? Absolutely, absolutely. I think a lot of a lot of people are. We want success and we want it now. Mm. Um, which means Gerard's had two transfer windows. He's brought in players that. Had they stayed at their clubs, they'd be playing Champions League football. People are going to be looking at that. And they feel that we need to be getting European football now. I'm not necessarily in that camp. I think we just need to be patient. Give Steven Gerrard time. The Premier League, the world's not ending in two years' time. You know, there's still plenty of time to get European football. We don't need to rush into anything. We don't need to be rushing this process of trying to get European football, just take it easy, just relax <laughs> relax a little bit, just let Steven Gerrard do do his thing, bring his players in, get his style of play being played on a regular basis, on a consistent basis, and see where we are. Mm. That, Uncharacteristically that's my, that's my wise opinion. and level-headed. Not really. <laughs> Very. <laughs> Very I was thought you were going to be like top four. I literally thought you were going to be like Champions League. <laughs> you know what I mean? So tell you what, 
a one goal win mate. in less than the title. One goal win at Bournemouth, then you best get that Champions League anthem um, ready. <laughs> 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 My underachieving player is going to be uh, Koulibaly of Chelsea. He's been a superstar for a long time, linked for a long time, especially at Chelsea. Um, and I just don't know if I'm totally convinced by the mood at Chelsea and how he's going to fit in there. And I think I, I just don't know if it's going to work out for him at Chelsea or it's going to work out for him as well as he maybe wanted to. Because he's been heavily high regarded as one of the best centre backs in Europe. He's top, been top 10 centre backs in Europe for a, for a long time, I feel. And I think he maybe feels this is an opportunity to break into that sort of top five and be really heavily high regarded. But I, I just don't know if it's going to work out for him. So I think he's going to be my, my underachiever of the season. Any thoughts on that, boys? Chelsea themselves yeah. are probably a good shout for underachievers, actually, aren't they? Yeah. I, I think so as well. I think so, so as well. I, they're not getting top four for me. It's mm. uh, for me the top. The uh, top four is going to be your, your obvious two: Liverpool, Man City. Whichever order you want to put them in, they're going to be the mm-hmm. top two. Then. Um, personally I've got Spurs in third and then Arsenal in fourth I think Chelsea will drop out you've been saying Simo since Tuchel came in that he's got a very short limited period window. but he's got an yeah. expiration date if everybody knows that and he's, I think approach, he's it fast approaching it as well season. Yeah, with, fast the, with the unsettled with the owners things like that new owner coming in I, I just don't see it working working too well for Chelsea this season to be honest with you hmm Right here, gents. I think we've done it. Anything to add? Any any out there predictions that you want to add before we finish up? Jed to get sacked by December. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, Four Jed, tonight. when everybody leaves, you stay on, mate. <laughs> 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 Do you have a chance, son? <laughs> get off that fence. <laughs> um, anything else, many of my Many of my predictions were off the fence, Billy. <laughs> we'll wait, we'll wait and see. You know what? Last year's predictions, mine were the most spot on out of everyone's. They were on the fence, that's why. No, they weren't. You didn't no, lean in to 30 goals for, for Lukaku like me and Jake did, like the big boys did, you know what I mean? Uh, I stand by that. 30 goals for Lukaku this season. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> that's the reason I said what I did about Harland. I think that's going to do us uh, thank you very much for joining me uh, and thank you very much for the listeners thank you very much for everybody who downloaded um, this week's episode of the our FPL we definitely want to do more of that um, really really great um, um, response in that so yeah we're going to we're going to do more of that stuff uh, and we'll be back later in the week as well but until then cheerio bye Sports Social Podcast Network <laughs>